0: Hi, I'm Devin, and I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're We're best best friends! friends. (laughs) We started this weekly podcast to hold each other accountable? Yes, Devin, accountable
1: around health and wellness. Welcome Welcome to to Weekly Money 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 Time. Time!
0: How are you? I'm beautiful. <laughs>
1: good. it's it's a good. Sunday.
0: it is it is sunny. It is there's light outside. I don't understand what's happening. I'm very confused. I know I, it
1: is it is sixty here. It is sunny. Whoa. And 60 here.
0: I know the temperature. It is fifty eight degrees. It's warmer in Chicago than it is here. I'm what? Jealous. Yep. I don't believe it. Well, believe it, and no, I don't, I just, there's daylight outside and I'm talking to you, so I'm very confused, but I did get (laughs) an alcoholic beverage because that just seemed the correct thing.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Um, I will say that I probably, I drank enough last night for the whole weekend, so I am uh, drinking water today. Nothing exciting, Uh, so. Oh,
0: well. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You had a, you had a pretty crazy weekend. Yes, that is true. All right. All right. Well, I'm drinking a Kentucky coffee barrel stout.
1: Oh, oh, how appropriate. It's like, I like that it's a coffee barrel because you're earlier in the day, so.
0: It is, yes, yes. Yes. And I missed my coffee this morning, so this is <laughs> this is my perfect coffee Coffee with a kick. Does it have caffeine? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, oh. It uh, doesn't really say on the bottle. Um, okay. Probably not then, I guess. It's brewed with Haitian coffee, though, so okay. I'm going to assume that. All right. Aged in bourbon barrels over whole coffee beans, so I mean, surely I there's say. some co- yeah. caffeine in it. So, mm-hmm. anywho, yep, 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 yep. All right, so I'm what
1: very excited doing?
0: today, Devin. Why are you so excited? Why don't you tell me about it?
1: <laughs> because we have a guest on the show today. What? Yes, we have um, Aaron Hall from So Pumped. Hey, Aaron. Hi.
2: How hey, are you? Aaron. Hi, hi. I'm doing well. I am drinking kombucha because I know that you guys usually have a beer in your hand while you're recording. So yes. I thought, <laughs> yes. pop open a kombucha. Nice. <laughs> so did you
1: make this kombucha? Because I saw I, on your story. Yes. Look, yeah. Okay. Whoa.
0: Yes.
2: yes. Yeah, um. it's actually, it's not that difficult. I saw, I had a roommate once who made it and I just thought, no way, that's crazy, like fermented things. and But it's actually not that difficult. And so yeah, a few months ago I started making my own.
0: Wow. So
1: you just kinda put put it in a bottle and let it sit and are going to do <laughs> anything else or
2: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sort of. It's kind of a short um, summary. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I just Googled how to make kombucha, and uh, it's fermented sweet tea. And so, to start off, it's kind of like if you've ever made sourdough bread, you kind of have yeah. to have that, that culture or starter. Mm-hmm. And so, it takes a few weeks to make that, and it's called a SCOBY, and it looks like this... Big, uh, like, disc of snot, which I know is oh. su- super appetizing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, I, <laughs> I really want to bad. drink that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like sausage. You don't want to know how it's made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Once you have your SCOBY, then you. Uh, make a big vat or a big whatever container of sweet tea. So it's black tea and then just regular white sugar. And then you put it in a glass container with the SCOBY and it ferments. And the cool thing is that the SCOBY and the fermentation process eats most of the sugar and most of the caffeine, which I was kind of thinking about as you guys were asking about caffeine in the beer. And I was like, hmm, I, I don't know the answer to whether or not the coffee stout has caffeine. I know that once you've made kombucha the finished product is um carbonated slightly through the fermentation and it also has very little sugar and very little caffeine so i I don't know if it's similar with the beer process
1: huh yeah maybe it it could yeah
2: i would think so yeah So anyway yeah
1: cool so is there any danger or of the bacteria turning bad on you like how would you know that or is there just no danger of that
2: I'm sure that there is a little bit of a danger like uh, as you're making kombucha you're supposed to have you know very it's almost like canning Um, you know you want your environment Uh, to be really clean your hands to be clean everything mm -hmm. to be clean Uh, and then you cover the kombucha when it's brewing you cover it with cheesecloth so that Mm -hmm. air can get in and out but hopefully like particles and dirt and stuff don't and and you know, I didn't really like take a deep dive into the risks, just because I didn't want to know. <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure there is a risk, uh, but I haven't died yet.
0: <laughs> so
1: yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, it would probably change colors or smell bad. Like, it would probably be yeah. obvious, is my guess. In I some would way. hope so. That's yep. what I'm banking on,
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, sorry for that little tangent there. That's not what we brought you on for, but I. that's very I, interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. I talk about kombucha all day long. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, how long does it take to ferment? I guess that's my last question.
2: <laughs> once Yeah, once you have the SCOBY made, and the SCOBY is like this living thing that kind of just – you know lives on as long as you keep it making new kombucha so once you have your scoby it takes about five days for the first fermentation in a big glass container and then you bottle it and then it takes about another five to seven days for the secondary fermentation in the bottles and then it's ready so from pot to drinking it it's about a week and a half
1: oh that's way faster than i expected yeah
0: cool yeah okay that's awesome Yeah, challenge. I see a challenge coming up. (laughs) Yep,
1: exactly. (laughs) Can you buy a scoby if you don't want to kind of build that?
2: (laughs) Can I just (laughs) go to Whole Foods? But they they multiply over time. So my scoby right now has actually formed two. So Devin, we both live in Knoxville. If you want my second scoby, you can get it started. (laughs) Nice. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And then next time one of you visits the other, like you can bring the SCOBY and just like, it'll be like the traveling pants, but it's the traveling bacteria. (laughs) Pass it on.
0: Yep. The traveling kombucha.
2: Exactly. I am coming
1: to Knoxville, I think the first week in April uh, for a girls weekend. So you could, you could. uh, Yeah. Have
0: some kombucha for that weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. I may get on this. All right. Sounds good. All
1: right. So, okay. Well, kombucha aside, uh, the reason yes. we brought you on today, Aaron, was to talk about your um, um, YouTube channel that's called So Pumped. So do you want to kind of expand on that a little bit? Tell us what that is?
2: Sure. So, I mean, we can take a deep dive into it or we can get the, the short story. But basically, I launched a YouTube channel at the beginning of the year. This is in case anybody's like listening three years in the future. This is yeah. 2020. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, launched in January 2020. And the whole goal of the YouTube channel was helping people get an effective, safe, efficient workout at home with minimal equipment.
1: Yes, which I love because I do think that there is a serious lack of uh, that was one of the comments that I wanted to I wrote down to say because I feel like there's a serious lack of uh, I guess like it would be called accessible workout routines for people yeah. that you know like they it feels like you have to go to a gym or you have to either have a whole bunch of equipment you know mm-hmm. and, and it's not you know I don't know so I thought that was like the perfect theme
2: thank right. you
0: yeah yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed that too because I like Stacy is the fitness uh, guru and I am the fitness slug and so so i always every single time that we try to do anything related to actually moving i always freak out a little bit and then drag my feet and don't want to do it um but i loved your videos and that was part of it was because i was like the first one i did was the was like i think the first beginner video with like the cans and the step ups and i was like this is, yeah, no, I could do that. And I like literally just went to my, you know, pantry and got cans and I was like, okay, I'm ready. And it was so cool to like, not have to worry about investing in a whole lot of stuff or like, it took that excuse out of it. I couldn't be like, oh, well, I've got to go and, you know, get a specific type of, you know, thing to carry or some type of fancy band or whatever. Like, nope, I've got cans in my, my pantry and I've got a little uh, stool I can step up on and I have no
2: excuses. I got to do it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it takes that the intimidation
2: you, out of it. Yeah, that makes me really happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was kind of my thought. It was just, you know, what? how can we get people started? And, you know, once you get started with your cans and you do it a few times, then, you know, if you love it and you want to invest in dumbbells, you can or not, you know? And so right, it's right. just like, how can we get people to dip their toe into the pool of fitness right yeah yeah exactly yeah.
1: so um do you want to tell us kind of how what led you to this path like some of your history and background and all that kind of stuff
2: yeah, absolutely so gosh where to even begin um, I am very tall and athletically built but yet I never really found a sport that I enjoyed. So I'm somebody that looks sporty but in you know middle school, high school, even elementary school you know, my parents were like, obviously, she's gonna play basketball. And then (laughs) 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 I didn't really like that. And so they're like, well, then let's do volleyball. And you know, still, I just I would try these different sports, cross country, track, ballet, gymnastics, Um, I tried all these different things. And I liked being active, but none of them really fit. And then in high school, uh, I joined the YMCA because my best friend and I at the time wanted to try a kickboxing class. I think that was when like bow was really big. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to try a kickboxing class. We thought that sounded so cool. Mm-hmm. And then I just fell in love with the idea of fitness. I really liked that it wasn't competitive. Nobody was keeping score. Or there wasn't a team that, you know, I maybe was going to let down or that depended on me or I depended on them. It was just these fitness classes were a chance to go move and it felt good to move and there was music and i just had a really good time so the ymca in high school is kind of what opened my eyes to fitness from there i learned how about lifting weights Uh, i got into running and in high school i would like drag my parents along to 5ks on the weekend and we would do little 5ks together (laughs) yeah Uh, so yeah i just sort of started exploring different ways to be active without doing team sports because those just never really spoke to me. And then that uh, I studied nutrition at UT here in Knoxville. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And so it was cool. I loved learning about it. I loved all of my classes. I loved the science behind it. And then I got up to my last year and I realized, oh, crap, I don't want to work in a nursing home or a hospital. Oh, and- yeah. And that's where the majority of registered dietitians work. And I just thought, what what am I doing? What am I going to do with this degree? So I sort of went back to the drawing board. And, you know, I was like, what what do I like doing? I like doing fitness. Um, And I've always liked helping other people, too. You know, when I was at the gym, people would ask me for tips or help or whatever. And I really enjoyed that. So I thought, okay, I'll be a personal trainer. And... I started being a personal trainer in 2007 after I graduated from UT. Um, A few years later in 2010, a friend of mine tried a CrossFit class. And the funny thing is back in college, I had heard CrossFit and I had like Googled it and I saw a YouTube video of, you know, people like, Throwing barbells in the air and like jumping, <laughs> yeah, yeah. jumping up on you know thirty-inch boxes and stuff. And I was like, "Oh, I can't do that." <laughs> and
1: then you know? and they're all like super ripped, and you're like, if "Right?" I in
2: there, I'm going to be like the blob, even though like you know, <laughs> right? I was yeah. like, "Uh, CrossFit's not for me," and so I just <laughs> didn't think about it for you know two or three more years. And then finally, in 2010, a friend of mine went to a class, and she was like, "Aaron." You're going to love it. So I went to CrossFit. Sure enough, I loved it. And I have been a CrossFit coach ever since then. So for the last decade, I've worked at quite a few different gyms in different corners of the world uh, coaching CrossFit. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And that's how Stacy and I met, actually. Yeah. So she was a member of Rocky Top CrossFit, uh, the Mm -hmm. gym that I managed for four years. And... I found myself, so most recently, I had been the manager of Rocky Top CrossFit here in Knoxville uh, for four years. That sort of hit a place where I was like, hmm, I, I want something more, but I don't know what it is. So I took a job overseas in Qatar in the Middle East. Which oh, is cr- wow! Yeah,
1: I remember yeah. that. Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was out of nowhere. Yeah,
2: a friend of mine, you know, forwarded me something on Facebook about how they were hiring a female CrossFit instructor to be a man. And so anyway, so I, I got a job over there uh, as a manager of a, a CrossFit gym that was being opened in Doha, Qatar. And I flew across the world and I helped him open up this, <laughs> this CrossFit gym. We hired the staff. We trained the staff. We um, I created the programming for the gym, and we kind of got it up and running. And after about five months in Qatar, I decided, well, that's enough in the Middle East. And I came back. (laughs) Uh, I loved it there. Don't get me wrong. I loved it there. There was actually personal reasons for coming back. Um, So it wasn't that. It wasn't that's enough of the Middle East. I was like, well, (laughs) yeah. Um, I was like, I want to come back to Knoxville. So I came back to Knoxville, this is the longest story in the world. All of your listeners have stopped listening. No,
1: and- no, Trust me, <laughs> <at laughs> we, we ramble
2: a lot,
0: so they're used to it. Don't worry.
2: Perfect. It's almost <laughs> the what You're guys, talking about almost- is actually interesting,
0: as opposed yeah, to whenever yeah. I ramble, and everyone's just like, what are you even talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're almost back to so pumped. Okay, so <laughs> I came back to Knoxville, and I started coaching CrossFit. I thought, well, okay, you know, I found, uh, there was a friend of mine who owned a gym. Um, she needed some coaches, and so I said, okay, I'll help you out you know, while I figure out what I want to do and fell in love with this particular gym and its members. And I loved it because it wasn't your stereotypical CrossFit gym. Um, it was full of people who wanted to change their lives and were really into high intensity fitness. And, you know, we cranked to the music and shirts were flying off and stuff, but it wasn't your typical like roided out jacked, you know, 20 year olds, it was 40 year olds, 50 year olds, moms, you know, people who have never worked out before, that were finding their way to this particular gym. And about six months after I started coaching there, that gym closed. Oh, I know. And so uh, a lot of the members decided, well, CrossFit gyms are very, the communities are very uh Different from each other, um, which is nice because you can find a place that really feels like home and you can really fit in when you find the right one. But in this situation, you know, when your home, your gym home, closes, it's like, oh my, I can't just go to another one, one, you know. Right. And yeah. so, yeah, a lot of my members said, well, I, I think I want to work out at home, but they didn't know what to do. And so yeah. I said, well, yeah, I can. I work out at home. Do you want me to just record my workouts and then I'll maybe you know put them up on YouTube and then if that's helpful for you, you can follow along. And so they said, yeah, 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 do that. And that's how it got started. I just propped my phone up. Yeah. Propped my phone up. I I would do a few, you know, workouts and bumble my way through talking to the camera, which is very different than talking to actual human beings in front of me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and that's, yeah, that's how it got started. And I thought, well, this is kind of fun. And I got into the editing software and, and things like that. And I just thought, all right, this is my new hobby. Let's put some time and effort into this and see where it goes. Cool, That's very awesome. cool. Yeah, I like how it
1: all <laughs> just kind of fell into place.
2: You yeah, just kind of kept the-
1: doing what you love and kind of fell into place.
0: Exactly. The people who were at your uh, at your gem are they still like your your subscribers and your followers? Like, are they still like? Do you have a virtual sort of online community where they've all moved to?
2: So the interesting thing about that, some of them, yes, but. When you are used to doing CrossFit and you're used to doing pull-ups and, and barbell work and things like that, you can do home workouts for a little while, and, but it's, if you don't really get that same stimulus as lifting the heavy weights and being surrounded mm-hmm. by a community and having a coach tell you what to do and stuff like that. And so what I found is that I would try to replicate that in my videos. Try and so some of my earlier videos that are like the level four, I use a little rating system one two three four and yes. instead of instead of numbers, I use the flame emoji. Because yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> thought that was yes. more fun. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the I do have two right now. I think currently I have two four level four four flame workouts, <laughs> and those were kind of from back in the day when I was trying to replicate that you know super tough, super high intense workout. And the thing with that is people at that level generally aren't looking to YouTube for their workouts. Gotcha. Right, so, yeah. yeah, so a lot of the people who were doing that for a while, you know, it, it um, kind of bridged the gap until they were ready to join another CrossFit gym or, or, you know, ready to move on to the next thing. So then rather than continuing to put out really tough, really high intense workouts, I thought, okay, well, who who is looking on YouTube? for workouts and I found that it was really more people who were like, how do I get started working out? You know, right. what's a beginner friendly workout? How do I avoid the <laughs> <Me>. gym? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like me. <laughs> you know, people who aren't comfortable in a gym because they don't know what to do when they walk into a 24 hour fitness and they just see a room full of machines and dumbbells. So that's now who I'm more focused on and catering the workouts toward.
1: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Um, yeah. And
1: so when you mentioned that you have a nutritional degree, do you think at some point you'll add nutritional tips to the channel too? Like it could be like a one-stop shop?
2: Yes, but also... Oof, um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to commit to anything. Just, uh, you know.
2: <laughs> it is a, uh, I have realized that the quickest way to get into an argument is to talk oh. about politics, yeah religion, and nutrition.
0: Uh, Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so we actually, I mean... Even some of the topics that we have on here, you know, even just for us. So usually what we do is we pick a topic and then we, we research it and then come back and talk about it. And I mean, we've even had conflicting views on just, the, and we're being very casual about it, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat a cheeseburger every day, you know, like it's that level kind of nutritional right, exactly. advice. And yeah, so yeah, I totally see what you mean there.
2: Yeah. And uh, when I was at CrossFit gyms, I would occasionally do, you know, nutritional seminars and stuff. And I've tried different things. Um, and so, yeah, I might put some videos up occasionally. It's just I my personal belief is that everybody's a little bit different. And so it's not yeah. that keto is right or wrong. It's that it's right for some people and wrong for other people, you know, and right, same right, thing yeah. with counting your macros, same thing with you know vegan or plant-based or whatever. So, yeah. I might tackle some nutrition topics down the road, but right now I'm focusing on the fitness videos. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a pretty good plan. That makes <laughs> sense.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so you mentioned the flame things because you said they were more fun. And so, Devin, I think you actually had a comment about the – a question that you wanted to ask about the names of the
0: exercises. Oh, yeah, because one of the, my favorite things is every once in a while there's just an exercise with, like – this really funny name like the um the one where you're like marching with weird arms (laughs) it's just like I love weird arms thank you I do too (laughs) (laughs) and then like the um the stars I did that one yesterday and I also say that my muscle my leg muscles like my inner thighs are like so hurting today I did them last night I am I am very, I'm very sore. Okay. <laughs> but I did the one that was like the swimming and the stars and the kicks. Yeah. And, um, but I love the, like the, be a star, you know, I'm a star. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know this is goofy as hell, but I don't care. Cause this was making me feel good. Yeah. Uh, it, makes it, fun. You know, it kind of yeah. t- t-
1: t- takes your mind off the fact that you're suffering through something at the moment.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you I mean, come up with? those names well, like yeah so I mean part of the being in the fitness industry for the last like 15 years sorry about the crinkle I'm giving my dog a treat so that he oh, won't okay. bug, bug us the whole time um <laughs> is just uh you know being around a lot of different things and, and being exposed to a lot of different ideas and coaching techniques and exercises and stuff so I wish that I could claim credit for our, you know anything that you see on the videos i'm not sure where i picked it all up but uh, yeah just kind of you know picked them up through the years that's awesome yeah uh stars are a common uh punishment actually for sports teams <laughs> 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 um, granted, that's do- <laughs> why I'm sore today. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Uh, you were doing them right. And <laughs> so, yeah, I do the low impact version, you know, so we're keeping one foot on the floor. But the full star would be to kind of squat down so your body's in a little ball and then jump up. And so while you're in the air, you're shooting both legs out to the side and both arms oh, up wow. by your head. And they, yeah, they get real hard real quick. And so, yeah, especially whenever your sports team misbehaves, it's fun to get everybody like <laughs> doing those and also yelling, I'm a star, because it kind of, <laughs> you know, it <laughs> clicks the brain into a different gear, like where your team was, whatever, melting off or misbehaving or, you know, doing something like distracting. And then you like get them all yelling, I'm a star and out of breath and stuff and it gets them refocused. <laughs> I
0: just had a new idea for what to do for my kids when they Yeah, me. Hey. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Redirection. <laughs> <now>. yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. And yeah, weird arms. I want to say I got that from um, Grant Scalf. I'll go ahead and call him out. The previous owner of the now closed CrossFit K-Town. That was one of the second longest running gym here in Knoxville. And I wow. think I was in one of his classes said something about I think he, I he call them weird arms I don't know I'll have to ask him but I was like <laughs> I love it I'm stealing that <laughs> uh-huh. I'm actually doing them right now while we're standing <laughs> <here talking>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah see
1: you can you can really integrate um all kinds of working out into everyday life see you're doing them right
0: now <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly while, while you're on the podcast yeah yeah
2: um yeah I I mean, I, you know, my whole goal is just like, how can we get the world a little bit healthier? Um, And part of the relief of leaving CrossFit, as much as I love CrossFit and CrossFit and it's so wonderful. And if anybody, you know, is thinking about trying out CrossFit or wants to go, you know, to a gym, I absolutely think they should. Um, But the whole thing about CrossFit is that it is very high intensity and, there is sort of this group pressure of like, do more, do more, do more, which is fantastic motivation. And it's why so many people, you know, get such wonderful results there. But after a while, if you're not trying to be competitive with it or, you know, whatever, it can kind of, you start to ask yourself like, oof, like why, why, (laughs) why do I want (laughs) to keep doing more and more and more? And so, um, you know, as I'm getting a little bit old and I'm not old, but <laughs> as I get a little, you know, as I progressed out of my 20s and into my mid 30s, I'm starting to think like, "Oh wow, this is the body that I'm going to have for the rest of my life." And mm-hmm. I want to live a long time and I I don't want to potentially be doing something now that's going to cause me to be in pain when I'm older. So, how can I work a little bit smarter and what is sort of the minimum that I can do that's still going to get me the results of being able to live a full life. And so that's sort of the balance that I'm looking for now in my own life that I'm trying to help other people find. I like that. I like that a lot because I feel like
0: for me, especially, um, I mean, I call myself a slug, which is not entirely accurate. Um, well, yeah. maybe it is a little accurate now. But,
1: <laughs> but you ran I, a half marathon at one point. I, so I did, did
0: run a half marathon once. Um, and <laughs> like... But I really am, I'm in my early 40s. And so I am getting to that point where I'm like, I can't run a half marathon because I'm afraid I'd kill myself. You know, like I have to like be a little bit more mindful about what can I do that's not going to cause myself any type of pain. But mm-hmm. also I do need to get moving and I need to do things that will allow me to live that full life and, you know, stay alive for a really long time. Um, but that was why that was what was so attractive to me about your channel was just the fact that it was um, a series of things that that I felt I could do. Um, <laughs> and that made me feel better and obviously worked me without making me kill myself. So I was like, yes, this is the sweet spot. This is the sweet spot. Perfect. Sweet
1: spot.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and uh so speaking of like integrating into everyday life, um one of the videos I wanted to talk about was your Netflix challenge idea. (laughs) Which I absolutely loved because yes, there are absolutely days that I come home and I am just like, I don't want to work out. I just want to sit (laughs) on the couch and watch TV. And so that's like yeah, sure. I mean it's not, you know, an intense workout. You're not gonna like Well, I shouldn't say you're not going to break a sweat because I did actually get hot moving around, you know, so I did did warm up. But, you know, yes, it's not going to be the same as doing like a whole bunch of burpees. But I at least was active and burned some calories and I felt like I accomplished something instead of just like sitting on the couch, not doing anything, you know. So I thought that was a great idea. and. I think it's really good to have both options, you know, like if you come home and you're really hyped up and you're ready to go do those burpees or whatever, yeah, you can go do that, but that you can also have this, you know, low impact Netflix challenge thing. So I thought that was a great idea.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, that made me really happy because, I mean, I like watching TV a lot. Yes. And I like, <laughs> yes. and- Absolutely. Yeah. uh, So I'm glad you enjoyed it. There are going to be other Netflix challenges. In fact, I just recorded one yesterday. Yep. Um, That's going to incorporate the cans in. So (laughs) yeah. um, I'm I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah, that was just the whole idea was because as I'm making the videos too, I've realized as I've got about there's the golden doodle barking. Um, <laughs> Hello, Bear. Yes, Bear even wants to be in my podcast. Talking yep. about so fun. He's wants a little to be involved. To exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, SoPom tells me too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as I'm making the videos, I'm realizing like, oh wow, so many of these rarely can do I make a full workout video that is under 20 minutes from start mm-hmm. to finish, and. You know, I just wonder, like, are people going to do that? What, what if they want something that's even shorter than that? And as a personal trainer and fitness professional, can I, with good conscience, put something up on YouTube that doesn't have a warm-up, you know, or doesn't have a cool-down or doesn't have a really thorough explanation? Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of toying with that, too, of, like, how can I get people as quickly as possible from, eh, I should probably do something, let's look on YouTube, to, you know, going, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that, and then doing it without, you know, going, oh, she's talking too long, what, oh, I have to practice the movements, what is this? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, and I'm sure the channel will continue to evolve as I figure out that sweet spot.
1: Yeah, well, uh, um, cause, yeah, because I was, well, I did one the other day that was, um, like, step-ups and shoulder presses, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. I think, like, when you were going over the... um moves I was like oh she might could put in the notes um like the time when like the first three minutes yes. is going over the exercises but start at four minutes if you want to start at the warm-up into the workout or whatever you know
2: yeah and I've started and actually that's on my to-do list to go back and do that for all of the workouts oh, okay. uh nice. anyone that's within about the last month they're gonna have the little quick links in the notes where you can you can be like okay I know how to do squats and shoulder plus so let's just go straight to the warm-up
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, oh, well, and speaking of that video, the step up and uh, shoulder press, the, um, so just some comments that I had around that one was that was where you used the, and you may do this in, in some of the other ones that I haven't done yet, but the uh, two camera trick, that was really fancy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You have the (laughs) one on you doing the exercise and then occasionally your face pops in and you're like, Hey, don't forget (laughs) to tighten your core or whatever, you know?
2: Uh, That makes me so happy that you noticed. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And well, and
1: two that one, especially in that video, because like, for example, you're doing step ups for like four minutes. And so the little check ins of, hey, you know, I know we've been at this, but one keep going. So there's some encouragement, but also check your form because as you keep going, you know, and stuff like that. So that's that good coach aspect where you, you know, get those check ins and make sure that you're doing things right, you know.
2: Yeah, that's some of the early feedback that I got. Uh, because again, I sort of changed—not trans- well, sort of—I transitioned from being a CrossFit coach in a gym to doing these videos. And when you're doing a CrossFit class in a gym, you know, when you say three, two, one, go, and people are actually doing the workout after you've done the warm-up and the practice and all that, you crank the music. You're not really talking yeah. anymore. You know, occasionally you're walking around clapping or you know giving someone a little pointer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But most people who do CrossFit would tell you, I just want the coach to shut up and let me do the workout. <laughs> and, right, you know, and if I'm going to kill myself, let me know. But other than that, just let me do the workout. Yeah. And so if you go back to, um, I have all the videos. And so first, probably five or so, that's how it is. When I say three, two, one, go, I crank up the music on the video. I don't say anything until the end. And mm-hmm. I had somebody say, you know, eh maybe, maybe say something, you know, maybe check oh, in okay. with the audience. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, if you if you were to, and I don't recommend this, because they're all different levels. But if you were to start at video number one, you know, two, three, four, whatever, you would sort of see that progress as I realized, oh, okay. like, oh, people want me to encourage them as they work out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is probably harder to, because like you were talking about uh, getting used to talking to the camera, you know, when you're in the gym, there's people in front of you. So you can be like, oh, that person is rounding their back. I should go tell them. But in just talking to a video camera, you're going to have to think like, okay, what kind of things do I need to remind them about? Exactly.
2: Yes, exactly. And I don't think I could do it without all of the in-person experience that I have is I've seen, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people work out over the years and so I kind of know you know the common things as I'm going I'm literally picturing you know some people that I've coached in class thinking like okay you know what would this person be doing right now what would I need to say to this person and I just pretend that they're the ones that are watching and that's what I say.
0: Nice. Yeah. And I also say that there's sometimes when you say things like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. You're doing great. And you're like, when you say that? I'm like, yeah, awesome. Because it's like right when I was about to lose hope and everything. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how you knew I needed to hear that right now. But thank you. <laughs> that makes me
2: so happy. Yeah, I started recording. Um, gosh, I mean, so the the channel went live in January, but I started experimenting with recording my workouts probably in August or September and oh, so wow. I was outside doing them in my yard and for sure one of the hardest things for me to get over mentally was being alone in my yard in my neighborhood yelling mm-hmm. at my camera going you can do it <laughs> come on you can do it <laughs> neighbors you know are walking by yeah. walking their dogs and, like my neighbor would try to come talk to me and I'd wave him off like can't talk now buddy let's go <laughs> They think you're
1: yelling at them like you're like Exactly. He's like, I'm just walking. This isn't hard.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Just thirty more seconds. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) The first few videos that aren't on YouTube, thank goodness. But like you couldn't even hear me because I'm in my yard, like, um Okay, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just like, meh, whatever. My neighbor's are yeah. crazy.
1: <laughs> they probably realize that you, you're doing something at this point.
2: Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> like, there's that crazy lady out there just cheering herself on through her Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So that's fun. Well, what else?
0: Well, what are the things that like? I know that you were talking earlier about your dogs and you know how they're the star. You know, (laughs) they're your mascot. Uh Yeah. Um, And actually, I mean, this is also kind of silly, but it's it actually is very encouraging because there are times when you have to like kind of stop or adjust to. Throw you know a ball. Or like, <laughs> I'm paying attention to you now, buddy. And um, for for me as a mom, like that's actually really encouraging because there are lots of times I have to do that with my kids when they yes. run by. And yeah. Uh, and so I was like, oh no, I get this. Like this is awesome. Uh, but I was curious, what was like what's like the funniest thing that has happened while
2: <laughs> you're trying to record?
0: <laughs> because I'm sure there's got to be
2: something really hilarious there. <laughs> um gosh things will happen i'm sure as it goes on uh i did speaking of multiple cameras uh, i got bored the other day and i was like how many recording devices do we have in this house and so i set up like three different camera angles as i was a stretch video and there our golden doodle just did not want to leave me alone and it was cracking me up because he would like stand in front of me and then he would stand at my head and then he, and he was pretty much walking like slow circles around me so as i'm editing it though i was like oh i got you outsmarted buddy and so i'd be like camera one camera two camera three, back to camera two <laughs> trying to just like keep the camera on me uh yes, he- awesome Yeah. And uh, he has a habit of doing that, you know, doggy stretch where they put their butt in the air with his Mm -hmm. butt to the camera. (laughs) Apologize to everyone. There's a lot of like straight up bear's butthole shots in some of these videos. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. In
1: that one stretch video, people are probably going to be like, what? Why is she switching camera angles so often? Exactly. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then the most tragic thing that happened, and this has only happened once. God knows it will probably happen again. But I have recorded an entire, like, workout part of the workout and not hit record. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that was, that was tough.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like, well, I guess you're doing two workouts today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, and actually, just from a technical standpoint, so do you record ahead? Like, do you have a bank of videos? Or are you pretty much like that you're recording the day before or kind of what's your?
2: Yeah, when I first launched the channel, I had a good probably two week bank. And then as I've gone, I've chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. And I keep thinking to myself, like, one of these weekends, I'm just going to record a bunch get ahead. Yeah. And I, I have not. So <laughs> well, it's hard because you're doing yeah.
1: the workout. So, you know, exactly. unless you just want to literally work out all
2: day, you know, yeah, it's tough. Right. It is tough. And, and the editing takes a lot of time. Um, you know, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't have to, I could probably choose to do less editing, but every time I figure out a cool new editing skill, I'm like, oh, now I got to do this to all of them, you know? Right. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to unknow things once you know more, but it just takes more time.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they look really good. I mean they, they look super just like sleek and professional and amazing. So oh.
2: well, thank you. They are all shot on my iPhone. So <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 And thank with you. the
1: AirPods audio, which I didn't realize they would work that well, but yeah. Yes. Wow. Once I
2: figured that out. And so it doesn't actually work with just the camera uh App that comes with iPhones, but um, there was a pretty cheap app called, I don't even know what it's called, Filmic, I think. Um, but for some reason, the Filmic app allows the microphone, the AirPod microphone, to be used as a microphone. So I just bought that app and there I go.
0: Sweet. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been a fun learning curve and it's just been a fun little, you know, I call it a hobby now since it's not, yeah. there's no revenue or anything. It's just like literally me doing this for as a passion project.
1: Yeah, but it, it could eventually turn into revenue True, obviously people do make money on YouTube
2: so it's actually not the ultimate goal I mean I just sort of the reason I got into this was to put videos up that my friends could follow along to and then as more people subscribe then my friends become a bigger circle and I'm just sort of putting it out there for you know friends that I know and friends that I don't know to dip their toe into the pool of fitness
1: oh nice yeah okay
2: awesome yeah
1: Um, Okay, we are coming up on about 40 minutes and that's about the length of our episode. So I don't... Devin, do you have any more questions before we uh, wrap up here? I think I I have exhausted mine.
0: I do have uh, like one or two. Uh, The first one would just be, what advice would you have for someone who is struggling with fitness? Like uh, maybe they don't feel like they have enough time or maybe they have a hard time staying motivated. Not that I'm saying specifically this is how I feel, um but if there's someone out there Happened happen, just you know, out there in the world having to feel this way, uh, like what would what advice would you have for that person? Yeah, I mean if
2: you're asking for a friend, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keeping in mind your why and having your why be well, and actually I'm not even gonna say there's a right or wrong why, but um having a why that's sort of bigger than aesthetic purposes uh, is generally pretty helpful. And so most people who's, if they say, well, I want to be active so that I can play with my kids. I want to be active because, you know, I'm picturing my kids, you know, whatever, graduation, wedding, things, playing with my grandkids down the road. And I want to be able to do that, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a good why. And then also long-term, but also short-term. And so you said that you've run a half marathon before. Obviously, like saying, I'm going to do a half marathon and beginning to train for that and having a specific thing in mind is going to help you going in the short term. Mm -hmm. And so that's always nice. Like even I have friends that that keep me accountable. So I've got a little text thread with some friends and set goals and say, okay, um, you know, once we get to 40 workouts, we're going to go get massages or something. And so we keep track. And every time we get a workout, we send a picture to the thread And then we reward ourselves. And so that kind of keeps us going in the short term. And then in the long run, you know, you kind of remind yourself like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this because not just because I like jumping around in my gym or in my garage here at home, but (laughs) I like going on hikes with my wife, you know, and I like being able to, you know, walk upstairs without being out of breath. Um, or
1: Or carry your dog upstairs, apparently.
2: Yeah, oh my I gosh! I have to do, yes. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. we have two two dogs. Bear is the golden doodle that loves to be on camera, and then occasionally you'll see the black dog Bailey, who's an Australian Shepherd mix. Yeah. And and Bailey's pretty fearless. I think it is even the beginning of one of the workouts. I put in a little clip of how like Bailey climbed up a ladder after us on <laughs> a hike. Yeah. And um, but Bear is a big old baby, and so. Aww sometimes he'll go upstairs so we were went to a hike to a fire tower and it had these like metal grate stairs and he went up but then he was too scared to come down because he's two stories up in the air and he looks down Mm. and he can see straight through to the ground so I had to carry this 80 pound dog (laughs) two floors
1: oh my gosh
2: yeah (laughs) and so that was one story and then another hike that we went on um, had a shorter ladder but it was really skinny and really narrow and it was it was a happy medium between a ladder and a staircase you know it was stairs but it was super super um steep and yeah once again bailey the australian shepherd just and (laughs) there nope (laughs) so yeah so i just threw him over my shoulders and up the stairs we went That was funny because wow. he's just hanging out up there. Like, yep, I, this is cool. I'll just <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this is fine. Not embarrassed at <laughs> Yeah, the dude's got yeah. no, sh- yeah, no shame. One of the things you know, crossfitters especially we love to, uh, you know, say things like, "Well, you know, crossfitters are ready for anything." Uh-huh. <laughs> Deadlift seven hundred pounds because what if I have to deadlift a car off someone, you know, (laughs) like we love to say that stuff. And but so far, I've never had to deadlift a car off. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) I do like to go hiking. Yeah. And you know, we come across situations where it's like, Okay, if we want to continue this hike, I've got to lift up this 80 pound dog or you know, I don't have kids, but you I'm sure you get into similar situation with, with the kids where it's like, you know they fall asleep or they got too tired or they you oh, know yes. get sick or whatever and you're like or okay, they just I- wine, and what you do yeah pick them up. exactly <laughs> and you're like or, okay you I- know
0: both of them because one of them if one of them says hey pick me up and carry me then the other one is like mom you also have to carry me <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so, then somehow it's like okay how do I carry both of you
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I guess this conversation started out with, you know, motivation and how do we keep that motivation? And, and so, yeah, I think it's a balance of figuring out what you want in the short term and giving yourself short term goals and then also constantly checking in on the big picture, too, and, and going, all right, is my life going in the direction where I can be healthy and happy for the entirety of my life?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's yeah. very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, it'd be helpful for other people who may be having those issues. Yeah,
2: for my friends. exactly. And if I could expand just a little bit more, I mean and just keeping in mind too that what is a ha- he- oh, excuse me healthy happy life for you is not necessarily what is a healthy, happy life for other people. and so you know again going back to maybe aesthetics is your goal but maybe not. And so you are able to do the things that you love in life. And, you know, you're not the, a stick size or whatever, like, cool, you do you, you know? And it, I yeah. think it's just a matter of if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, I used to be able to do these things I love and now I can't because I've let my, my health uh, deteriorate, then that's when changes need to be made. But if you're just looking in the mirror and going, you know, I don't look like a supermodel, well, <laughs> are you know, are you able yeah. to do the things in life that you love? Like, that's cool. You can do that at any size. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the
0: Internet? I will have. Well, I definitely have LinkedIn's in show notes and everything. But, you know, just in case someone's just listening and they don't know how to get to our show notes. I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, how so can they find you? The, the best place is YouTube. Uh, where I'm most active is YouTube and Instagram. So if you search for so pumped on YouTube right now, the first thing that's going to pop up is an Asian food review channel. But if you huh. persevere past that, yeah. <laughs> and this is why I need more subscribers, so that So Pumped Fitness can get above the Asian review, uh, food review. Now that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just like, why does this pop up? I don't understand. Why is that So Pumped? Okay. It's, yeah, it's not even called that. I don't know, but they managed that. So anyway, uh, scroll past that and you'll see my face. And then uh, all the videos are there. And on Instagram, I am Aaron is so pumped with... Uh, period in between each word awesome mm-hmm. and I'm also on Facebook if you know and I have my Instagram stuff linked to Facebook so if you're not an Instagram person but you're a Facebook person I'm Aaron Hall on Facebook
1: okay awesome well, um, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us today. This is very interesting, um, yes. all of it as to like how you got started, and then just your methodology behind it, and then especially you know the kombucha too. That was like a bonus. Uh, surprise.
2: <laughs> so a bonus, bonus, yeah, bonus. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having me on, and yeah, Scobie, you know, wrapped yeah. up for you. Ready? <laughs> awesome. Yes.
1: Yeah, we just really enjoyed your videos and thought, you know, hey, why don't we bring you on and kind of share the love? So, um,
2: yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely. I appreciate it.
1: Yep. All right. Well, thank you. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. And and, uh, I guess, well, Devin, I'll talk to you soon. And Aaron, I'll see you in the videos.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, ladies.
1: Okay. See ya. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Hoots Media production.